I'm excited about the uh, Joshua um, study. I, I was kind of like in prayer a couple months ago. I said, Lord, I just really felt Lord putting it on my heart to go through uh, the book of Joshua. And uh, I tell you what, there's some powerful stuff in here. And you know what I love about the Bible? You can read something and you can go back to it a year later and you can get a whole lot more out of it that you didn't see the first time. It didn't, wasn't that you were missing anything. It's just God just gives you something different each time. But so uh, the book of Joshua, I mean, you know, um, this is in the historical books dealing with the history of Israel. Um, Joshua was a leader amongst the Jews. Um, we know that he was one of the ones who was brave and ready to go right into Canaan the first time through. I mean, he didn't need to spend the 40 years in the wilderness, right? So we know Joshua and Caleb were, were brave, but we know that he um, was the successor to Moses. And um, after Moses had died, um, Joshua was, was commissioned um, to lead Israel across uh, into Canaan. Amen. And that he was going to help them achieve victory and take their promised inheritance. Amen. And so um, we're kind of going to get into Joshua. This is uh, lesson one. Here's a couple things we're going to look at. And um, one, who was Joshua? Um, so let's look at that first. And um, let's just, I'm going to read chapter one. Um, I'll try to get all the way through if I have time here. But uh, we'll go through who is Joshua, why was Joshua chosen, what was Joshua's accomplishments, what was his calling, and then uh, just a brief summary of chapter 1. So let's get to it here so I don't run out of time. Joshua chapter 1, starting in verse 1, reads this, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon even, from the wilderness and this Leb Lebanon even unto the great river, excuse me, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Heatites, and unto the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Uh, somebody should make note of the geographical boundaries of Israel because um, send that to the United Nations and that way they can be updated on the original historical context of what they possess versus who's occupying what. So um, just I'll leave that where that is. But you know what I'm talking about. I, apparently people don't understand what rightfully belongs to God's people. And well, they will one day, won't they? I'll leave that there or I'll chase that rabbit. So anyway, um, where did I leave off? Verse 5, right? Yes, verse 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according 
to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee thee whithersoever thou goest. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the host and command the people, saying, Prepare you victuals, for within three days ye shall pass over this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you to possess it. And to the Reubenites and to the Gadites and to half the tribe of Manasseh, spake Joshua, saying, Remember the word which Moses the servant of the Lord commanded you, saying, The Lord your God hath given you rest and hath given you this land. Remember, those specific groups were going to remain on this side of the Jordan, but that agreement came when they had made the agreement with God that they would pass over and fight with them, that God would not give them rest in their inheritance until they helped Israel um, obtain what was rightfully there so just because they were going to cross back over and stay on that side they still needed to cross over with israel verse 14 your wives your little ones that was weird um, your wives your little ones and your cattle shall remain in the land which moses gave you on this side jordan but ye shall pass before your brethren armed all the mighty men of valor and help them until the Lord have given your brethren rest as he hath given you. And they also have possessed the land which the Lord your God giveth them. Then ye shall return unto the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses the Lord's servant gave you on this side, Jordan, towards the sunrising. And they answered Joshua, saying, All that thou commanded us, we will do, and whithersoever thou sendest us, we will go. According as we hearken unto Moses in all things, so will we hearken unto thee. Only the Lord thy God be with thee as he was with Moses. Whosoever he be that doth rebel against thy commandment, and will not hearken unto thy words in all that thou commandest him, he shall be put to death. Only be strong and of a good courage. Alright, we got through the chapter. So, first question who was Joshua? So we read there in just in verse 1, we find out that he is a general of the armies of Israel. Um, we find out that he's a leader, right? We find out that he's a soldier in battle. He was prepared for that. He was trained for that. We find out that he was also a minister to Moses. Um, I think that it's interesting that, you know, sometimes the world's perception of the ministry is like it's a weak thing or it's a weak path. No, some of the strongest men I've ever met were ministers. Amen. Because you have to have a backbone to, to do this. I, I'm talking, you know, to I know pastors that have pastored churches for 25, 30 years, 40 years. It's not, this is not for a softy, right? So sometimes I was like, well, 
I, I'll give you an example. I mean, I, my, I've had family that was like, well, you're not going to be a missionary, are you? Like, but it was spoken down about, like you were giving up something if you were going to choose a life of ministry. Well, yeah, you might be giving up something, but you're giving up something you can't keep, right? And you're going to get something in return from God that you can't lose. So I guess it's worth the trade-off, in my opinion. But, um, but here we have an example of a soldier who's a minister. Amen? Uh, it just shows you God can call a lot of different people into ministry. All right? Um, he was a minister to Moses, and he was the son of Nun, so he had Jewish heritage. Um, so why was Joshua chosen to succeed uh, Moses? And so here's some things that I looked at. Joshua was chosen, and I mean, some may say, well, because he's one of the two that didn't bring an evil report back from the land, right? He came back, it's like, yeah, you know, the the giant, they're, yeah, they're there, but man, it's a good land. Let's go and get it, right? And everyone else is like, not so fast, because we're like grasshoppers to them. They'll destroy us. They'll destroy our children. Remember, that was the sin, and God said, oh, you bring an evil report, and then they got sent to the wilderness for 40 years, and, uh, you know, that's what we do sometimes when, when God tells us, this is what I want you to do. And then we're like, but, 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 but we make excuses. He didn't make any excuses, but here's a couple things. Joshua was already prepared and assured of victory. That's why Joshua was chosen. He was already prepared to go and he was already assured victory from God. Um, he was prepared in battle um, write this down if you can take notes. Exodus chapter 17, verses 8 through 14. He was prepared in battle. He was prepared in waiting. In other words, he waited patiently for his opportunities. Uh, you can write this down as well. Exodus chapter 24, verses 9 through 18. Uh, there's a couple others there. Uh, but, you know, only just think about it. Moses went to the top of the summit, only Moses went to the top of the summit to talk to God. Joshua went halfway and was told to wait, and so he did, right? He waited patiently and he waited faithfully. Um, I think it's important to understand Joshua was prepared in humility. So he was prepared, uh, he was prepared and assured of victory ahead of time. So he was prepared in his faith, right? He was mature. Um, he was prepared in battle. Uh, he was experienced. He knew how to fight the enemy. Uh, when you choose leadership, we want, I want, the person who I want to lead me is somebody I know has experience with victory in their own life. Amen? Because then they can help me have victory in my life. So he was prepared in battle. He was prepared in waiting. So he had proved his patience. And he was prepared in humility. Um, look at Joshua's accomplishments. Um, he had victory in previous battle. The battle specifically was against the Amalekites. All right. You may remember this battle as one where Moses couldn't keep his hands up. Isn't that the one? I think when Joshua was out with the Amalekites and he dropped his hands and then they started to lose and then they helped him raise his hands and they got so um, he's he's uh, he's experienced victory in previous battle. He was used by God to defeat the Amalekites. Um the Amalekites in the Bible is a type of uh, like a flesh. It's a, that kind of an enemy to Israel. It's that kind of an enemy to us. Um, we're always fighting against our flesh. We need victory over our flesh. Um, 
Joshua's accomplishment in faith was he brought a good report, so he believed what God had for him. We need to believe the Bible and what God has for us. Amen? And that's victory in faith. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Um, and he, he uh, was accomplished in the fact that he was obedient and he put his trust in action um, and he bared a good testimony under Moses. Amen? So all those things are important. Um, let's look at his calling. Uh, it says right here that... Let me find... In verse 2, it just it says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, get up, go over this Jordan, thou and all the people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. So his calling was to go and possess the land which the Lord uh, God has given them to possess it. And we, we see... God, and I think that this is important, sometimes we need to be reminded to be strong, right? We all experience times of weakness to be of good courage. We all experience times of fear. I don't think, I, I you know, COVID's easy to pick on. I experienced times of weakness and fear during a pandemic. I was pastoring a, a small church with many elderly people in it when that thing started, and I felt like, I don't know what to do. I was overwhelmed. And, you know, rightfully, no pastor that I know was around 100 years ago and the last thing like COVID came around, but I was scared. And I was just like, God, I need your help here. And so sometimes we need that reminder, just like he said in verse 9, Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. That is a strong promise given to Joshua, but it's given to us. God's with us wherever we go. And we need not to forget that. In Joshua, we find, and what we'll see as we go through the book, we're just going to start wrapping this up, but God's providence, we see God's power, we see God's justice, we'll find God's faithfulness, and we'll find God's kindness. All that in the book of Joshua. Uh, we'll see Christ in His grace, illustrated by Joshua's life, and Joshua the person. Um, even his name translated means salvation. Uh, he he portrays Christ, the captain of our salvation. We know that he's the the Alpha and Omega, the beginning, the end. He's the author of you know, he he's he it's all Jesus. It all points to him. Uh, he's the captain of our salvation. Joshua's name signifies he shall save. That's the translation of it in Hebrew. He shall save. And Joshua saved Israel from the Canaanite. Jesus saves us from our sins. Amen. Um, the historical record of Israel um, goes from the redemption of Israel out of Egypt. And redemption um, has two parts out of and into. So we've seen them come out of Egypt under Moses. They go into Canaan with Joshua. Um, we get delivered from our sins. We're coming out of our old life and we're put into Christ. Amen? Uh, so the illustration there is for us. Um, Joshua, very much like Christ, he comes after Moses. He leads to victory. And he is our advocate when we suffer defeat. And he allots our portion. So that's what we're going to look at as we go through the book of Joshua. Um, that's what Christ does for us. 
Uh, Christ came after Moses, right? The law came by Moses. Grace and truth comes by Jesus Christ. Um, Joshua saved Israel. Jesus Christ brought eternal salvation to the world for all who will believe. Um, so the order is the same there. Um, and he leads to victory. We know that in, in Jesus Christ is our victory, um, that we have victory in him, victory over the flesh, victory over sin, victory over death, victory over hell, and and every victory in our life. Really, we owe it all to Jesus for that. Um, and so what an amazing thing. And he is our advocate. Jesus is our advocate when we suffer defeat. We know the Bible tells us if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. It was the same thing with Joshua and Israel when they had suffered defeat. He became their advocate and helped them push through back to victory. And then Jesus allots our portion. I love this because, you know, what, what did Jesus say? Um, if you believe in God, believe also in me. Um, he says, in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. But I go to prepare a place for you. Jesus knows what our portion is with him in heaven. Amen. And all we've got to do is just faithfully serve him. We don't have to worry about anything. Um, and he, he's going to take care of it all. So he has our portion for us. And so um, I've got some other scripture references for that. And we're running out of time for this evening. But what I will do, and I meant to do it today, but I'll get it done before next week. I'll give a, a brief outline for the lesson we just did with some other scripture references that you can look at if you would like to. And um, But I'm just thankful that um, the book of Joshua and all that it points to um, and the promises of God in it. And there's warnings there too. I mean, he tells us you need to be strong. You need to be, don't be afraid. You need to be of good courage. He uses Joshua to show us so much about our own lives, things that we need to hold on to points to who Christ is, victory, the advocate, you know, that we have a portion in heaven with him, uh, inheritance. The Bible tells us that. But there's also a warning here, and I don't think I should leave that out. Verse 18, whosoever he be that doth rebel against thy commandment and will not hearken unto thy words, and all that thou commandest him, he shall, he shall be put to death. Only be strong and of good courage. I like how God puts that right behind that. You know what I mean? Only be strong and of good courage. God is warning him, do not go the same direction that the other ones went. But hold on to your faith. And uh, we need to hold on to that. You know, God doesn't want us to rebel against him. Amen? And uh, while we won't literally, probably, well, maybe we will. I, it could happen. Like if I decide to um, rebel against God, we live in the dispensation of grace. He may put up with it for a short time. Um, I may not be immediately put to death for it. Um, but you know what? I, there will be some things that I lose that will die in my life because of it that didn't have to be. You know, um, I've never seen anybody rebel against God without suffering consequences. And uh, man, we're just better off holding on to those promises, aren't we? And holding on to just having faith and saying, you know what? He's with me wherever I go. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He's going to keep me strong. He's going to give me courage. And when we feel that we're lacking in those things, we ask him for it. Amen. That's, uh, that's Joshua chapter one. And, uh, we'll just go right into Joshua chapter two, um, next week, Lord willing. And, uh, 
I think it's been a good Wednesday night service and Wednesday night study. So let us let us pray. I'll pray us out and we'll dismiss. Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the chance to be here tonight and to go over Joshua. And um, Lord, you know, it just it does speak to our hearts. And we ask that uh, you'll help us have strength and courage. It seems like the world around us has gone pretty crazy. And um, it's easy to worry. It's easy to get overwhelmed, especially during you know this time of year. And um, Lord, we need you to, to help us keep on the right path and to keep strong. And um, we just need to feel your presence close to us. And um, Lord, to abide in you, there's nothing better. And we just ask that you help us stay faithful and uh, open up the, the words of Joshua to us. And uh, we thank you for your scriptures. Help us apply it in our lives. Help, help it make a difference to us. Lord, help us hide your word in our hearts, Lord, that we would not sin against you, Lord. Uh, we ask that you will bless um, everyone as we leave here tonight. Keep everyone safe and um, bless our church family, Lord. Tend to each and every need until we get to come back in your house Sunday morning to praise and worship you again, Lord. We love you. We thank you. And we want to be a blessing to you in Jesus' name. Amen.